is 1.37 p.m. Stories of hustle and grind from the intersection of culture, style, music, and sports. In a way that you are making tons of money off trading cards. Me too, to be frank. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> are there a lot of you or is this your solo? Or do you have like, friends that are... Uh, yeah. I mean, I met people through it. Gary really put me on game and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like you're out of your mind. How long have you been doing it? Two and a half years. Okay. Two and a half years. And, uh, it just exploded. Like I had, have you seen it at all? Have you seen people talking about it at all? No, I mean, I saw like logic bot yeah the fucking but, 200 yeah but i didn't know that was like a thing i just assumed logic was like into that just being logic yeah yeah i uh no so i went to chicago like two summers ago with gary to the national trading card convention and i'm like this is ridiculous like what is going on here and then all of a sudden i walk in the room i'm like oh shit there's real like this is a real thing and it's really going down and i don't and one of the things i want to talk to you a little bit about and we're just gonna wing it i'm just gonna throw some questions at you and then we'll we'll write a little bit of peace but it was like the first time i realized that like the shit is there for the taking meaning the dude at the one end was selling the card for 25 and the dude at the other end was selling it for 35 and both were selling and so just like the possibilities and when i think about you it's like just you just got to get into the game to realize that you can be in the game. Right. You know what I mean? Like most people, it, it, all up through life, it's like you don't realize the game is, you're not in the game. You think you're in the game, but it, they want to keep you out of it because it, you can do whatever the fuck you want, actually. No, I was saying it to my mom the other day. I was like, just things become possible when you try. Yeah. I just did the document. We just did a documentary, or like we're edit finalizing the edit on the first Kid Super Paris fashion show. Yep. And it has like the behind the scenes of us being like, what the, like so many things going wrong. Yep. And then yep. this final project is like gorgeous, looks like we're Louis Vuitton, like gets ranked the breakout show of Paris Fashion Week. And it's hilarious. Like we had no idea what was going to happen and you step back you're like holy shit i just did this What you know what i mean yeah totally yeah you're like oh shit you're telling me i was able to pull that off so i could pull off this other crazy ass shit i got going on in my head right and so i think that's why you know when they're like successful people like why are you still ambitious or why are you still blah 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 like when are you satisfied and i think what's I mean, for me personally, as I've gotten more successful, it's just more opportunities have arose. So it's like, I'm, it's not so much about being overly, overly ambitious. It's like, I always wanted to do this. I'm finally getting the opportunity. It's like, I do this fashion show. Now I can do this. Now I can do that. And so, yeah. And 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 you realize you don't need like permission to do it. Yeah, I mean, the cool thing about the Kid Super brand is I've branded it as something where anything is possible. And the more random and ridiculous shit I do, the more on brand it is. So that's been that was like my most genius thing I've ever done is just like, let's brand this 
on like an idea of a superhero the power isn't no one knows what power the power can be ever changing yeah and the yeah. mission can be ever changing but as long as you have that kid super spirit it works and yeah, yeah. like as the foundation of the, the the thing we stand for is that we don't really stand for a singular thing. yeah something that has been on my mind a shitload recently and and I, to that point is like as things are changing so fast now obviously like i think corona sped it all up but all of a sudden boom like 18 months ago no one was talking about tiktok now it's fucking huge you know netflix like just the way that the whole game has changed and the phone did that is like the constant need to reinvent yourself to stay in the mix and stay in the game and so someone like you from a you cartoon you know dabble in some music shit Right. Yeah, the shop, you know, then all of a sudden creating a fucking boot that's had a superstar playing in the Premier League. Like, how do you think about reinventing? How do you think about staying in one lane and then like quick pivot? And well, and how do you think about staying fresh and relevant thing, in that regard? My thing, and it's funny, like maybe everything now is coming of trend, but mine was never a conscious, like I need to keep it reinventing myself or keep uh thinking of new ideas or keep whatever it was like fuck hector bellerin's calling me like i always wanted to make a keep and then it was yeah. like like that puma cartoon thing that i'll tell you the behind the story but basically i got x amount of money for a marketing budget from puma, yeah. and we were supposed to do a they wanted it it was all soccer themed and i was like mm -hmm. okay Let's do a tournament. And they're like, okay, it'd be cool to get like Hypebeast has their own team. Kith has their own, like all these different yeah. complex would have their own team. And we do a tournament. Corona happened. And I was like, we can't go anywhere. Can, can I just spend the money on making a cartoon and I'll make it Puma? And they were kind of back against the wall. Like, fuck, I guess. Yeah. Like whatever you want to do. Yeah. And it's funny. I was hitting them up and they're like, I was like, well, do you know any animators that you work with? And blah, blah. And they sent me one, like guy who just does little animations and they were expecting like a 30 second, like, like, you know, most. Yeah. 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 Quick Instagram. little. Yeah things and i was like this is garbage let me just just send me all the money and i'll do all creative and so i came back like three months later with a 30 minute Fucking full and, blown. Yeah, full no, cartoon. and for me it was just them sponsoring an idea that i always wanted to do and potentially i can sell to netflix or it can become its own thing yeah so for me, it was, it's never been like, how do I stay on top of it? It's like, holy shit, people are allowing me to do yeah. what I want. Yeah. And how do you, I think that is a real important thing, especially as, you know, more than ever right now, young creators or creators are like hitting a quick moment of fame or awareness and then brands right. come to them and just want to really tap into them for like their audience. Right. Right. Um, if you're not educated or if it comes fast, success comes fast, it's easy to just be like, all right, give me the check. I'll do what you want me to do. Right. But, but the reverse of being like, nah, let me do what I do for y'all. Right. Talk about how that like holding on to that so matters. For me, time. I've never had the conversation where they wanted to – they always wanted my ideas, my – like – even let's say I do a music video for an artist 
And mm-hmm. since I usually do claymation, it still in a weird way feels like a kid super moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think I've been luckily enough that these brands want my juice and that includes like the creative aspect, not so much just like, cause I wouldn't say I'm an influencer influencer. I'm like, yeah. I, I make things that people like. So it's not going to be like, like no one's going to be like, column, can you hold this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. be like that. They'll be like, column, can you think of a cool idea? That'll make people give a fuck about this. Yeah. Product. And then I'll be like, well, if I'm holding that product while I'm skydiving in Barcelona, I think it'd work. And they'd be like, cool and then i'm like sweet i get to skydive in yeah like you said yes no. I, I don't care if i hold the bottle you know yeah yeah something that uh i'm super interested in uh, is creatives in general and and uh, tell me if i missed the mark on this but i think a lot of creatives that i meet or come across or discover or are close to especially at a young age don't realize how good they are because I think a lot of times creativity is developed as like a thing you do on the side, right. or like a hobby or like, you know, a, someone that is the best doodler in their class right. in a thousand person fucking grade. It's like, all right, cool. But like I get straight A's. So like, right. Fuck, fuck your doodling. I get that. That's like a little side hobby. And right. then it typically takes like a business mind to come along and be like, yo, you're dope. Let me show you the way. Right. What was that for you? You know, and, and even like furthering the question, you played soccer in college, right? Right. Did you think of yourself as like, I'm going to be a creative, like always? Or, or was it when, I, when were you like, I can fucking be a creative person as a I living? I'm a little different in certain aspects because, and this is going to sound weird, but I was always, I was also very good in school mm-hmm. and I was very good at sports and mm-hmm. I was good at creative, but I also was like super rambunctious. So mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. couldn't keep like, I would, yeah. couldn't, like I would get in, kicked out of so many classes, but also get a hundred on the test. Yeah. So there was like nobody who was you were just a superstar, but it wasn't like a superstar. It was just like, cause it was more like, God, this fucking kid is annoying. You yeah. know, like, Te- you know when people are like, oh, my eighth grade teacher like loved me. My sixth grade, like I had such a good relationship. Yeah. I have no good relationships with teachers. Because <laughs> they're all like, what the fuck? And they're like, God, I hate this kid. And yeah. then like, we can't really get him in trouble because he's doing good in school or whatever. Yeah. But um, for me, the creative thing was what I'm proud of myself was that at an early age, since I tapped into the clothing aspect, it gave me a financial like reward for being creative. So Mm -hmm. I early on was like a little bit business minded in the fact that I was 15, 16 and I was like, okay, you're not going to, no one's going to ask me to creative direct that it, which is so debatable. Yeah. Uh, No one's going to ask me to make a film. No one's going to pay for my paintings, but a kid might buy a $15 t-shirt of mine. Yeah. But luckily at a young age, I was kind of like, I know like my mom is a artist or failed artist or however you want to. Yeah. 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 But she's always like, column, you're so smart for branding it. Yeah. And I was like, well, it wasn't like so smart. It was just like, it was, oh, just, I fucking did it. It was just, what is an option? And yeah. so I think a lot of the times also people are, uh, are shocked or not shocked, but they're, they're surprised that, 
I'm not so as into fashion as let's say other designers Mm -hmm. because for me fashion was just a catalyst to kind of express myself and then from there go into different projects so that was my entrance into the door and what's cool about fashion now is like it's everybody wants to be a part of it so i can meet athletes even you which like it's funny enough you got you guys were talking to me about like oh we should do a merch thing or whatever yeah so what's been really good is the ability to open up doors and kind of now yeah have different offerings right like different interest graphs i think what what is definitely true at least since like the iphone came out is it's like for me the dopest thing is people that are curious right like i don't know let's talk about like what fucking cement was used to pave that road i don't know why like why did you choose that you know what i mean just like curiosity i talk about like niche is dead right so if you're like interested in a lot of things it opens doors because you just got it's all about fucking relationships and if we can link on something mutual then it's like just build from there yeah you just got to be kind of good yeah i I hate one like a lot of the time now people are like oh i want to try this oh i want to try this yeah or aware of yeah really aware of what you're what you're good at yeah like don't come in here act like fucking and then it's like you can't deliver on the back end you're not going to be able to get good at things overnight. It's like all these little different projects that I was doing that I'm doing now that everybody sees. If you go back to me at 15, you see them there. I just, nobody was listening. So that's another thing. People are always shocked about like, Oh, how'd you pull this off? Or why are you doing this? It's like, we were trying to make videos then just like, they're on like a VHS somewhere uh, and we're being idiots. Yeah, but shooting it with the fucking over the trying, shoulder. We're trying. I wish I could find them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so for me, it was just like finally getting opportunities and stuff. And you know how people are always like, I had this mentor who blah, 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 blah. I'm like, where the fuck are these mentors? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how, how do you meet them or where do you go for these? Or like, how do you consider someone a mentor? So yeah. and, I think and what how, is the process of like, I need to find a mentor. I've, I have met. You know what I mean? Like, like, they're like, yeah, hit him up. He's my mentor. I'm like, who agreed to this? <laughs> I worked up what the did, you guys, what did you guys shake on the mentor? I think low key I'll become a mentor before I have one. I I would imagine so, and I think largely I would this like shit just happens. Story. Yeah, I guess you know, be, I'm I'm not I'm rarely like asking for advice or things. But that might be a, a key thing again, like permission wise. Something again about you that just fascinates me is like I don't feel at any point you were like turning to people of like should I do this? How should I? How should I navigate this? No. You know, it was just like I'm a. I'm not worried. I think that's why I don't have a mentor because I never asked anyone for anything. And it's funny now, it's like, I remember when we were going to do the Paris Fashion Week, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do Paris Fashion Week, expecting my friends and people around me to be like, like, you know, how normal people would react. Like, no, you're not. How are you even good? And nobody questioned me. Yeah. Which is fucking dope. great but also just shows like i've pulled off so many random things that people were like just add it to his thing yeah and i remember now we just did this hector bellerin soccer shoot right yeah. 
and everyone's comments like congratulations great job congrats and no one's like what the fuck and yeah. i'm like guys this is the most shocking. <laughs> like, i don't know a single person who has a, their own cleat with the brand name in the epl and nobody was like what the and so i was telling my dad i was like dad no one's shocked everyone yeah. Congratulations, like I just got married or something. This is the craziest shit ever. And so I think now it's a funny place where it's like the more things that I do or that are amazing, people are just like, Yep, that's expected. What's that what's that been like to have a team around you that is it because now what it sounds like is you're just in go mode, like which allows you to be quick. You're not you're not surrounded by people that are like, This motherfucker's crazy. Like what nine now it's like yeah obviously okay look also what's funny is like there's no like i'm just watching this documentary and like one kid was like yeah like when we do kids super projects like we're nervous but we all know it's gonna work yeah and i'm sitting there like there were so many moments when i was like holy fuck not gonna work and i think yeah like the blinded confidence in the brand and stuff and i think what's good about the brand is like even if i do fail it's kind of part of the story it's part of the story yeah like the second fashion show some kids slipped right Mm -hmm. it's actually hilarious and i don't think many people know this but so for the fashion show it was called running as fast as you can. And I mm-hmm. wanted the uh, models to step on paint right before and walk out. So it would like by the end, it was like a track. So you could yeah. And the venue that I had was like, there's no paint allowed on the floor. And I was like, this is washable paint. This is cement floor. Like this will take two hours to clean up. And they're like, sorry, not. And I was like, what if I put some tarp? down first they're like if you put tarp it's fine and so we bought this tarp blah blah anyways i basically created a model slip and slide like the slipperiest material with painted feet so everyone's like slightly slipping right and one yep. kid completely slips falls like comical what you see yep. and i get out on the and uh usually people don't speak at fashion shows they just go like ha ha like the designer yeah making speeches so i speak and i'm like i was like you know sometimes you slip but you have to uh get up it's like that's what this whole thing was about it's running as fast as you can with all against all obstacles and everyone thought that i made the slippery thing on purpose because they were like and some french dude came up to me was like uh the tension that you created because we did not know if the model was going to survive and he created this energy and i was like yep that's exactly what i was trying to do and that speech ended up like tying the whole thing together and so i know and it sounds like uh, largely an ability of the outcome is going to be the outcome and i'm just going to navigate through it yeah I, i think it's kind of like even if that shit was a fail me going to paris and trying is cool hell yeah and me being transparent about that is cool. Like, that's another thing Like I think. And also all these brands now are like, we got to be more transparent or blah, blah, blah. And mine was just, that was, that's the thing. It's like, how do you compete against these huge brands starting off? You're transparent. You let people into your world. You yeah. go with the fan base. That are, and now all of that is like becoming the the lifeblood of it yeah of what everyone's trying to do but i was transparent because i knew nike wasn't yeah like oh we you it was the only option to fucking beat them like actually 
actually give a fuck. Yeah, like, like you're fucking with me. I fuck with you. Right. I can talk to the fan base. I'm yep. pro real core fan base, and yeah. I'm gonna switch it up because, like, on when I texted you, I just like to nerd out and talk footy a lot. Um, what was it? What's your favorite thing about the sport? So, I play soccer kind of like how I am outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm very creative. I'm I'm number ten. I don't. I'm free. I'm and. Uh, there's a moment in soccer, right, where obviously you train every day for your whole life, and there's a moment where you lose you lose the fact that you're thinking, and you get in this flow zone, and you'll pull something off that you weren't thinking, and yeah. that moment is pure bliss, and I remember a couple times in soccer, like, specifically doing a move and being like, who did that? Really? Where did yeah. that? Where the fuck? Was, what was that? So, and I think that's a combination of one being super focused, two training, so your body already knows what to do, and three, yeah, like not like yeah, all of those working together, and like if you can get that in everyday life, not sports, because also what's so clear in sports is you have a complete mission. There's a goal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So if you're doing that in like, let's say design or whatever, and you're like, okay, my goal is to complete this. I'm focused on this and get this kind of like, uh, out of consciousness. Yeah. Flow state. That would be great, but it is not easy and not sports. <laughs> yeah, that That's true. Do, do you fuck with American sports much like Fucking NFL, NBA watching or playing? Yeah. Just p- watching. I'm bad at playing and I'm bad at watching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like, so I grew up in a fairly European household and even just the way that the game, some shit that I love about European and international football and right. can't stand about American sports is like after you, like the world cup, right? You, they win when, when they, pick up the trophy like they're still in their jersey and like sweating and like it's about like the glee of like they just won right you win the nba title and it's like yo put this crusty ass hat on put this cotton tee on that says you're champion with the kia logo like it's everything is commercialized so much in american sports whereas i feel in football around the globe like it's still at the end of the day about the sport and like the fans are about the sport yeah, I mean, that's a very specific thing to hold against. I, dude, I bring it up all the time. It just I was going to say there's so many other bigger reasons why soccer is 10 times better than every other sport. And I also grew like my dad's from Ireland and my mom's from Spain. So, like, my dad can't spiral a football. He doesn't understand the concept. Yeah. And, like, basketball, he can't do this because he just never – he played hurling and Gaelic football, which are, like, so specifically Irish. Yeah. Um, and my mom, yeah, same thing. So, yeah, we just – I remember, like, the reason we got a TV growing up because I didn't have a TV growing up is because it was the World Cup. And, like, we bought a whole TV. We bought everything for it. We got cable. And then yeah. cable ended right when the World Cup ended. <laughs> but um, I just love, like, the different cultures and yeah. and people coming together. And, like, you compare it to football, it's like America, basketball, America. But it's just all one country, whereas soccer. And I love that. Melting idea. Pot. Even if you go on the best teams in the world, there's people from everywhere and 
you know. Also, yeah. you can be anything and become a soccer player. Basketball, yeah. there's no one under seven foot nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that I always find funny is like, you could start playing basketball at like seventeen and still become yeah a great. Yeah, it's more about like, all right, this guy's got the body. We can teach him the game. Right. And Where soccer is like life. Yeah, you have to commit your whole life to it. Um, Do you see yeah. what Ryan Reynolds that just got announced? Like yeah, they that. bought a fucking team in Wales, right? <laughs> Fire. I'm like, That's fuck, I want to do that I'm so like, bad, much, bro. I know. I'm like, how much did they pay? <laughs> yep. They, they didn't pay, bro. They didn't pay. They committed two mil to like the infrastructure, like the stadium and whatnot. And then they committed to making a documentary about like just doing a pretty much Netflix season each season. And I'm like, damn, I they, they committed to what they they put up two mil for the infrastructure. And then yeah. they're, each season, they're just going to document and do a show like the journey. That's it. And it's going to be like on Netflix. Yeah, they're going to sell it in somewhere. I mean, it's Ryan Reynolds. He's going to be like, yeah. And so they just said, we're going to do a show. I know Ryan Reynolds' production company because they hit me up once. I'm going to cold email them again. It's been like a year and a half. I'd be like, you need hundred. Yep. You need to be in the fucking mix. (laughs) You do. So, yeah, man. Only $2 million. I could have gotten a, you know, got you, you got a guy that's right willing to write the check. I'm saying there's someone out there that can write me a two million dollar check to get involved. Yep. I just want to be in a like a GM room, like a scouting room, just like build a fucking squad. So I have a friend, and he's I can never tell if he's telling the truth, but supposedly he is Moneyball of soccer, right? Yeah. He's set up all these cameras in these different fields in these lower leagues and he's and they're analyzing each player depending on a specific thing and then he's buying and selling players. It's crazy. So he just bought like a and he's always wanting me to like design a logo. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, I'll do any team anywhere. And so they just bought like a second division or third division Portuguese team. Yep. And bro, you got to get that 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 kit for the, the for the ryan reynolds squad bro that's what i'm saying wow i'm gonna hit up those ryan reynolds people right now oh yeah i don't yeah. even know what the production company was called or anything but ryan reynolds what what kind of stuff are you working on now i'm trying to really this 137 p.m man trying to build it up as like the men's you know the new age right you mentioned hype beast tyson body complex right. like I, I think positivity and curiosity. Right. I think, I think uh, if we can build a brand that is like curiosity forward and optimistic and positive, I think a lot of male culture is like if you if you're on the inside, we're fucking with each other. But if you're on the outside, it's really hard to get into something. Right. And I think that again, like niche is dead. Intr- everyone can be interested in some things, and if we can like tell stories build, be a platform for people to like go to and be like yeah they'll be the one that puts me on game and then i got to do the work to like really understand it is where i'm at with that and then gary stuff but and then just trying to navigate whatever the hell is going on in this covid world and life but on, on the soccer front i'm just addicted to it i'm like addicted to the sport in general the players and all that i'm trying to find a way to 
get my ass on a in, in the ownership group and start making something happen. Isn't Gary's whole goal in life to buy the Jets or something? Yep. I'm trying to <laughs> switch. I'm like, fuck the NFL. Let's go to the, the, the uh, Premier League. Can't he be like, does he want to own it all? all he wants around? to own it, yeah. He can't. He doesn't want. He doesn't to want to just like have a small. Nah. You know how he is. He's gonna be like, "What? No, I'm making every how decision." How much is the Jets? I think like a couple billy. I think it'll be probably. I don't know. I'll be wrong. Two, three billy. Which. But like fifty-one yeah, percent of that, you know. How do you even? Yeah. How do you even buy it all outright? You got to make tests. Yeah. Well, first the guy's got to want to fucking sell it. Right. Yeah, then you got to build pretty much take companies, build them, sell them. Do it again till you got the <laughs> till you got the bag. <laughs> this is more or less the deal. What uh let me see. I probably have one more thing for you. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. How do you business? How do you decide on brands that you want to work with? Do you what, turn down what, a lot of shit? What they're willing to I turn down if I like not so much if I, but like the other day, some brand wanted me to make a mask, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's stupid. So I said yeah. no to the mask because I was like, I'm not going to be able to make an actual good mask. I'm just printing super yeah. on it. And it was funny. Yeah. I like right when COVID started, I called the factory I work with in China and I was like, can you make me some kid super masks? And she responded like, people are dying. Why do you yeah. need it to say kid super? And yeah. I was like, you are so right. It, yeah. It's funny. I, like I, I was that way heavy off the jump, uh, but now I think it's going to be a real thing. Like wearing masks as if it, as a, like a fashion statement, as a, like a fashion thing. Yeah. I've, I was going well, to, cause I get pissed bro. And, and to the, you know, people are dying thing. But uh, when you watch NFL, at least in the first couple weeks, the head coach and the head coach has like the, like the super busted mask, like right. the one that like just the blue one. Well, and I'm like, you're telling me no one in this organization could have got the man's a mask with like the team logo on it. Like what? I don't, I'm confused. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I, maybe those are the best masks. <laughs> maybe, maybe, but I, I think there's people got to be innovating. Yeah, by now it's been a while. I wanted there's like the that bubble suit thing that I saw. I wanted to buy that for Halloween, and then I was just gonna wear an astronaut suit, and then I was gonna be like safe and a great costume. Yep, yep. Um, I like it. All right, bro. Well, I appreciate it. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have my editor like pen this into just a piece. That's recap of our conversation. I'll probably do some- this is living on um 137 p.m. Com. I'll send it to you before. Make sure you're cool with how, how it all comes how out. How's that all going? It's going good. I mean, pretty much in March, pretty much April 1, which was after we last linked, um, we decided to more or less clean house. And then I slid over there and now kind of rebuilding it from just a different angle and, and you know, team of creators and how we're approaching things it's growing the site's growing um we're starting to do some different brand deals essentially like you know as the as a media company and advertising agency it's a way to allow our clients to place dollars so like i you know i'm constantly navigating the why is it called it's called 
Uh, it's called what it's called because for a long ass time we couldn't figure out what to call it. <laughs> and then at one thirty-seven p.m., we were like, "All right, you know, time numbers." I think are dope. And then the real thing, which is like the long term of how I think about the brand, is if people are fucking with the brand, and every time they look at if they see on the clock one thirty-seven p.m. where they're watching a, a game, you're watching a soccer game, all of a sudden, boom, like it's a minute and 37 into it. Like, I think that brand recognition will be really strong. My flight out here, like I posted on IG, the craziest shit. I go to check my flight and it's like, you're landing at one, it updated. You're landing early at one thirty-seven PM. I'm like, oh, all right. That's like a little random ass sign. And then it's like gate one thirty C one thirty-seven. So I'm like, what the fuck? So like that type of, like, I think that that will resonate as we build that up. And now right. people are like doing screenshots. They see 137, one, just the number somewhere. Right. And, uh, and the aspect of like, what does it stand for? What does it mean? Is kind of what I'm trying to like make it all encompassing. Like it can mean whatever the hell you want it to mean. Right. What the hell are you doing right now? I don't, you know, 137 PM hits. What are you up to? I don't like, it's just a good way to engage with it, you know? That's like a hilarious number that I I see uh, one two three four. Always. Yeah, yeah. It's and, like it's like when you all of a sudden like a, a word hits your conscious and then you hear the word all the fucking time for and even though you've probably been hearing it but you never registered it or think about it that way. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been good, man. Things are good. No, and you've been, and you've been I, grounded. Have you been traveling at all? No, I haven't traveled. I don't even know if I can. Like, is it allowed? Slightly? Like, meaning, like, will people be like, why are you traveling? No, I mean, yeah, but, like, where are you going to go? Yeah. I mean, I so I'm in L.A. right now, and I because I just had to get out of my bedroom. My boy had an apartment, and I just hopped on the plane, came out here, I'll fly back. But it's not like i'm doing anything out here other than just being existing in a different area so yeah Yeah. like nah i don't know where winter i I have like an opportunity to open up uh like a different kid super space Mm -hmm. and i've been looking all over for like a building so Mm -hmm. basically part of my marketing budget for the next puma collection i was like build me a kid super soccer field fire and they're like okay and i was like really like (laughs) possible and then do you have a space and i was like of course i have a space yeah classic make that fuck it up so then now i've just been looking for a building that's like big enough to have a roof that has like a small like five aside Mm -hmm. but i've been looking all over in new york and then people have been saying la and so if if you know anyone or have any ideas or want to fucking partner on a building hell yeah hell uh, yeah i will definitely keep that in mind um i'm trying to think do you have a preference new york la i mean my preference is probably new york but yeah. if it the means building also could be a pre- like we found yeah. other building in la but it doesn't seem like it's available anymore but that was where i was like is it like you want rooftop you want it to be on the rooftop or is that just like an aspect of what it could be well, in New York, you really can't put it inside. Yeah. Because if you put it inside, you just lost like the, the, a float. Yeah. 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 And New yeah. York is so expensive comparative to LA. But LA, you could do like a parking lot. Uh huh. 
Uh, it makes me think of like old school skate shops that had like the quarter pipe in the back. That was my big thing. I was like, Supreme has skateboarding, Kid Super has soccer. Yeah. Yeah. And Fire. that's like, the authenticness. But, and I do think there's uh, f- no one in streetwear or clothing better at soccer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we're, I, what's we're, the deal with the boots? Can I? Can you buy them? Yeah, they're online. Uh, there's very few sizes are available, but they're online right now. Just all, you're just direct Go to through Puma. But it looks like Netflix. Yeah, I know you fucked me up with that earlier. The fuck is this? <laughs> so many people were like, "Yo, <laughs> yo, this is crazy." Actually, was it an easy build? Our lame ass clothes. <laughs> All right, fuck uh, yeah. What are the sizes? Let me see. Ten, eight, yeah, ten, I mean, ten, you have to, you have to sold be, out. Nope. You have to be able to code, and then you have to be able to Photoshop. If you yeah. can do both of those things. You can do it, but like, yeah. not not only are we like photos good at coding, but we're also good at visuals. So like, I can remake any logo look like any logo. Any logo, yeah. But Damn, also, they got any ten and a half reserves anywhere? Oh, you're a ten and a half. That's like yeah. the world. No, the worst. I know. I know. <laughs> what do you write? I thought it was nines. Um, is it even out on the turfs too? Yeah. It, oh wow. Let me check. I'll check here and see. But if you can find a dope building, I'll make a call. <laughs> ah, my guy. All right, we we got a deal. We got a deal. <laughs> Perfect. All right, bro. No, I appreciate your time. All right, man. I'm going to go play soccer right now. Fuck yeah. I'm jealous about that. Enjoy, bro. All right, man. Talk soon. Appreciate the time. This is 1.37 p.m. Own your future. Start this minute. 1.37 p.m. is a Gallery Media Group original production.